Hi, welcome to another episode in my podcast, Here's What I Think. Today I want to share a story with you that happened a long time ago in my life, but the lesson that I learned from this experience has carried me through and continues to inform a lot of the way I choose to live my life. If I were to give this a topic, I would call it When Love or Opportunity Comes Knocking, The Day I Shook Desmond Tutu's Hand. Do you know this song? It's by D.D. Bridgewater. When love comes knocking at your door, you must be very sure that you're ready. I know I'm dating myself, but ain't no shame in that. Um, it never, it never said that you must get ready when love comes knocking at your door. It says you must be sure that you're ready. Anyhow, don't get your hopes up. We're not talking about love. We are focusing on the issue of being ready. So let's rewind to 1987. I was a first year agronomy student at the University of the West Indies on the St. Augustine campus. Excitement was in the air, man. Archbishop Desmond Tutu was going to be to visit our campus. Nelson Mandela was still in prison at the time, but Archbishop Tutu and Winnie Mandela were the faces of the fight against apartheid. Bishop Tutu um, had won the Nobel Peace Prize at that time, and he was a well-known anti-apartheid and human rights activist. He was one of the key faces of the fight at that time against the wicked, inhumane, unjust regime of apartheid in South Africa. Can you imagine? He was going to visit the university that I was attending. He was going to deliver an address, and I was determined to be there. The details of the, the presentation were announced, and unfortunately, capacity and security issues dictated that only faculty, um, executives of the Guild of Undergraduates, and select invitees could attend this ceremony. Well, I just knew that in spite of my status as a mere first-year undergraduate, I had to be there. I didn't make any noise. I didn't beg anybody. But something deep down inside of me knew that I just had to be there. So on the day of the ceremony, still saying nothing, still making no noise, I bathed. I dressed in my pretty white dress. I remember it vividly. I put on my blue shoes and my blue earrings and my blue eye makeup. Don't knock me, it was the 80s. Remember, this was the 80s. I remember my hallmates looking on in amusement as I readied myself to meet Archbishop Tutu. Just to be clear, I didn't have a plan. I just knew that I was going to meet him and so I had to get ready. I headed out in the direction of the JFK Auditorium, the venue where the ceremony was going to be held. I had to walk past the Guild of Undergraduates headquarters, though. And as I walked past, there was a flurry of activity, easily discernible as I drew nearer and nearer to the headquarters. Remember now, I had no plan. So I just kind of 
walked up to the guild headquarters to see what was going on. Someone thrust a cap and gown into my hands and said hurriedly, You have to earn this quickly if you plan to join the procession. I didn't miss a beat. I replied, No problem, and I literally ran back to my hall of residence. I ironed like a girl on a mission. My hallmates looked on curiously. Kelly, are you a part of the procession? I had no time to waste on explanations or justifications. I merely nodded in the affirmative, head down, unwilling to jinx the opportunity that had landed in my lap. Fast forward now to the ceremony in the JFK auditorium. I slipped into the line. I mimicked those in the procession, the faculty and the guild executives, and I slow marched up to the top. I wasn't in the least bit flustered. I wasn't overwhelmed. Remember, you know, I knew that I was going to be at that ceremony. I didn't know how, but I knew I had to be there. I got ready. I was prepared, and I didn't flinch. I didn't blink when the opportunity presented itself. I'm pretty sure that I was the only first-year undergrad that ended up in the procession that day. I ended up right in front of Archbishop Desmond Tutu, and I smiled broadly. I bowed my head in respect, and I shook his hand. I shook Desmond Tutu's hand. And I proceeded along, keeping time with the procession, having learned a life lesson, an extra bonus to meeting the venerable freedom fighter. This is the lesson, guys. Don't wait until the opportunity presents itself to get ready. Get ready in anticipation of the opportunity. Well, since 1987 when this happened, I've prepared ahead of opportunities that eventually presented themselves in every area of my life. After all, you don't wait until you have a car to get your driver's license, do you? We bought a piece of land and got house plans drawn up for four years before we made the move to build. And that move was prompted because I had witnessed a murder from the house we were living in. When this happened, we were, ready to, we were just ready to roll because we had had the land and the plans put down. You must be very sure that you're ready. I remember when I did a 180 degree turn career-wise by getting professional certification in supply management just after my son was born. That move opened doors for me that I couldn't have imagined. Changed the trajectory of my professional life in good, good ways. I didn't wait until... I needed to get certified. I got certified in advance so that when the opportunities presented themselves, I could pounce. And that's how I've, I have lived my life ever since. Be ready. Don't get ready when the opportunity presents itself. It's too late at that time. Be ready when love or when opportunity comes knocking at your door. You have to be very sure that you're ready. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out my blog for more stories like these at kellycatherine.com.
kellycatherine.com.